honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, cast on skillets, good and hot, watch it steam and crack and pop, cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop him black gang candy stripes. Look at him loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table a radio show and podcast that is dedicated to the people of our Appalachian region who produce, prepare, and preserve our foods and agricultural products. Our theme song you just heard was sung, arranged, and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee. And this is your hostess, Amy Campbell. Today we are setting the table with using food and farming to help others. We visit with Jen Patterson, who is the Executive Director of the Century Harvest Farms Foundation. This foundation is a branch of Century Harvest Farm in Greenback, Tennessee, and this foundation offers workplace development, nutritious food, child care, and transportation for people who are rebuilding their lives in our community with their program called From the Ground Up. They are hosting an open house today from 12 to 6, and we're going to delve into what it is that this foundation does. We've also got a delightful segment from Fred Salsman at Johnson City featuring Jacqueline Evans from Maker's Mark Distillery in Loretto, Kentucky, sharing her recipe for mint juleps. I've also picked out a great little tune from East Tennessee's very own super talented singer and songwriter and musician, Alex Leach, and uh, he'll be performing this Sunday at the WDVX Camper Fest. And I got a big list of events in our area that are food and agriculturally related, presented by area nonprofit organizations, and a beautiful gospel number written and performed by East Tennessee's very own Sarah Perkle in honor of all the pretty peonies that are currently in bloom all across East Tennessee. Thank you so much for tuning in and sitting at our Tennessee table. We appreciate your good company. Now let's get started. Century Harvest Farms is a sustainable farm located in Greenback, Tennessee. And on this farm, they raise grass-fed beef, vegetables, and fruits, and they also preserve the sustainably grown products in their state-of-the-art kitchen. Um, They put up cured meats, pickles, jams, charcuterie preserves at the height of the season. They also have people who come in from the community that utilize their approved kitchen so these people can produce their own value-added products in order to sell them out of a USDA-inspected approved kitchen. And this farm also has a really big social mission with the Century Harvest Farms Foundation. The foundation is hosting an open house today, and that's our feature 
and this event takes place from 12 noon until 6 p.m. So today we join Executive Director of the Foundation, Jen Patterson, and she's going to really break down the work that these people do in our community. So let's join Jen Patterson right now and hear about this. Jen Patterson, good to see you today. Nice to see you too. So we're sitting here, I've told everybody that we're sharing your story from Century Harvest Farm Foundation. And could you tell us just essentially what the foundation does? Absolutely. Um, so our mission at Century Harvest Farms Foundation is to end food insecurity and improve the health and wellness of our rural East Tennessee communities. And we plan to do that in two different ways. Our first is through our workforce development program called From the Ground Up. And our From the Ground Up program is a 40-day workforce development program where limited resource individuals have an opportunity to come out to our farm, participate in programming where they have access to fresh fruits and vegetables and grass-fed beef every day that they participate. They're able to take a cornucopia of classes ranging from um, agriculture to animal husbandry to USDA processing and in the afternoon they have an opportunity to learn from Regions Bank about financial literacy. Um, they're able to take a class with UT Ag Extension offices called Eat Smart and Moving More and we also have an opportunity for the individuals to learn how to actually cook the fresh fruits and vegetables um, by giving a cooking class every day and so we're able to all sit together eat lunch and uh, be able to taste the fruits of our labor um, and we realize that a lot of these limited resource individuals are coming from very different backgrounds and after a little bit of research and doing some um, story circles we have learned that there are three different um, areas that we are able to assist these individuals so they're able to participate and the first is transportation. So through our From the Ground Up program, we provide travel subsidies for participating agencies that refer limited resource individuals. And we also provide gas cards for individuals that come to and from our farm. Our second subsidy that we provide is for childcare. A lot of our limited resource individuals um, are either in recovery or they're um, refugees or immigrants or, you know, they're just single moms trying to get back on their feet. And so a lot of the little kiddos, especially during the summer, need childcare so that their, um, their moms and dads don't have to worry about them while they're out in the fields. So we provide uh, childcare subsidies to agencies that provide childcare for these individuals. And the third way that we want to be able to really help our individuals that are in our program is by referring them to health services. We have two awesome and amazing medical partners. Um, one is a Step Ahead East Tennessee that provides uh, free contraceptives for um, women. And the second one is Interfaith Health Clinic and they provide free or prorated health services, dental services and mental health services as well. So we want to be able to truly create an environment for our participants and our From the Ground Up program to really be able to flourish and to empower themselves to, you know, uh, create a different life that is truly healthy and balanced with um, a lot of different skills integrated in, with that as well. 
And it's it's truly wonderful to see the community come together because um, on the weekends, uh, another way that we aim to combat food insecurity is through involving our community. Um, we have volunteers coming from all over um, and they're able to come out Friday through Sunday and sign up through Volunteer East Tennessee for volunteer shifts. These uh, Wonderful community members will have an opportunity to come out and uh, help us actually plant the fresh fruits and vegetables and uh, harvest it starting in July. And every single one of those fresh fruits and vegetables that are planted currently in our ground and that will not be eaten by our participants will be donated to Second Harvest Food Bank. And so Second Harvest Food Bank will kind of be our, our middleman and um, they will distribute our fresh fruits and vegetables to over 550 local food banks and schools and churches. And that includes mobile meals and um, after school programs with Big Brothers Big Sisters. So it's not just affecting the participants in the foundation, it's also the, the reach is wide throughout a bunch of different counties here in East Tennessee. Absolutely, we, we realized that there's a lot of um, senior citizens and a lot of kiddos that couldn't enroll in our program and we wanted to be able to truly help end food insecurity and that's why we have partnered with Second Harvest because they're already doing such a great job in combating hunger in East Tennessee. Absolutely. Well this might sound stupid but define food insecurity if you would please. Absolutely. So um, the USDA defines food insecurity in a couple of different ways. One is through um, actually not having any food to eat. Um, that's one part of food insecurity is, um, you know, a lot of limited resource individuals don't know where their next meal is coming from. It's that um, that uh, insecurity of knowing whether or not there's going to be food on your plate that evening or if you're going to have to worry about, um, you know, when it comes the next two weeks and you're unable to turn the lights on, um, how are you going to pay for food? So that's one form of food insecurity. Another one is um, living in a food desert. And a food desert is a place where there's not any grocery stores and it's all fast food chains or uh, corner stores. And most of these stores have very, um, you know, very limited selections when it comes to uh, fresh food. So um, a lot of limited resource individuals uh, are without transportation and they can't really go to a grocery store because there's nothing near them. So that's another form of food insecurity. And finally, um, food insecurity also means that you don't have enough money to be able to purchase nutrient dense food. So we have a lot of limited resource individuals that are living with very restricted incomes and can only buy the, the boxed foods, the boxed macaroni and cheese, the hungry man, um, you know, meal entrees that are available in your, your grocery aisle. So a lot of these individuals are unable to get food that is good for their body. So that's another form of food insecurity as well. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. Loaded with sodium. Uh, not much protein or mineral or vitamin content. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a break here, and when we come back, can you tell everybody about this big day that's happening today? Absolutely. Okay. I'm so excited to share with everyone. <laughs> well, good. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and we're visiting with Jen Patterson, Executive Director of the Century Harvest Farm Foundation in Greenback, Tennessee. 
After a break, Jen is going to let us know about their open house taking place today from 12 noon until 6 p.m. But first, I wanted to play a song from Alex Leach. Alex is a multi-talented instrumentalist, singer, and songwriter, and he began his bluegrass DJ work at WDVX at the age of eight years old. He's all grown up now and in his mid-twenties, and he and Charlie co-host the Bluegrass Special every week on Tuesday evenings on WDVX, and he also travels and plays bluegrass music with Ralph Stanley, too. And Alex has a lot of his own projects going as well, and one of them is this CD called New Traditional. And off of this CD, we're going to hear a song called Sing Song Kitty. And Alex is also going to be playing Sunday at the WDVX Camper Fest. So here is Alex Leach from his CD New Traditional with Sing Song Kitty. Beaver Creek, sing song kitty, won't you come me? Oh, rattlesnakes rattle in their sleep. Sing song kitty, won't you come me? Oh, he mo come on, Jenny mo jingle me on my old pretty penny wiggle. Won't you pet that blue eyed pussy cat? Sing song kitty, won't you come me? Sing song kitty, won't you call me, oh, so we gotta take it from her. Sing song kitty, won't you call me, oh, emo, come on, Jenny Bojangle, me, oh, my old pretty, pretty winkle. Won't you pet that blue-eyed pussycat? Sing song kitty, won't you call me, Kitty, won't you call me, oh? Jaybird died with a hoopin' cough. Sing song, Kitty, won't you call me, oh? Emo, come on, Jenny Bojangle, me, oh, my old pretty, pretty winkle. Won't you pet that blue-eyed pussycat? Sing song, Kitty, won't you call me, And now let's join back up with Jen Patterson and hear more about what to expect at the Century Harvest Farm Foundation open house today. So today is an open house day and I heard that you're going to have a bunch of stuff for kids. Could you start off by telling us what people could expect if they come? Absolutely. We have been working around the clock since October to um, really make our farm a wonderful and enjoying experience for both our participants, volunteers, and anybody that wants to come out to our farm. So we have arranged a full day of events um, that are family friendly and um, is also good for adults too. Um, what you can expect starting at 12 p.m. 
we are going to have a bounce house. We're going to have a little mini obstacle course for kids. We're also going to have face painting, snow cones, all of that jazz. And the kids will be so excited to do that. And we're also going to have three local Knoxville bands that are going to be performing all throughout the day. We're going to have an open pit where we're going to be roasting um, a huge leg of our grass-fed beef. Oh my goodness. And so they'll just literally be cutting it off right in front of you. Um, we'll have two country sides and that's all included uh, within the entry ticket. We're also going to have a little farming activity for the kids and for families as well to learn a little bit about how to plant seeds, the importance of having your own garden and the things that you can do within your own garden to support your family. And we're going to have our uh, little beer garden where we'll be featuring local and domestic brews. And we're also going to have some craft brews from the area as well. So there's a lot to kind of look forward to. But the most important thing and why we really wanted to have this fundraiser is because every single one of the donations that's made from the tickets to enter with your food, um, with your beverages, everything, all of that is going to be funneled into our From the Ground Up program. So your donation on Saturday will go towards helping provide transportation, childcare, helping with buying new equipment for our participants, paying for their boots, their t-shirts, um, helping with paying for uh, classroom materials for teachers' time, basically everything that goes into really making our program beneficial and empowering for our limited resource individuals. And I'm assuming tickets are at the gate. They can just show up and get a ticket there. Right? Yes, ma'am. And okay. we accept cash and card. Good deal. And thank you for being here in our town, doing something really good for other people. It's it's our passion at Sajaravis Farms Foundation um, to really help create long-lasting support and to create a culture of um, a different way to think about food. So we're yeah. really looking forward to interacting with so many wonderful people in our community and to give an opportunity for those that want to enrich and empower their lives. And you've been listening to Jen Patterson, Executive Director to the Century Harvest Farm Foundation. And today we've been featuring their event that is going on today at the farm from 12 until 6, the open house details on Facebook by searching Century Harvest Farms Foundation. This is Daniel Eisenbrei, public health educator at the Knox County Health Department, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. Broadcasting on the radio waves from Knoxville on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on East Tennessee's own community station WDVX. Here are several activities and events sponsored by area nonprofit groups that are farming, food, and agriculturally related. If you're in your car or you can't write all this stuff down, not to worry, all the links are on my website. There are four weekly markets operated by East Tennessee Farmers Association of Retail Marketing. They are now open and happen as follows. Every Tuesday is the Afternoon Ebenezer Road Farmers Market from 3 until 6, located around where Westland joins Ebenezer Road in West Knotts County. Every Wednesday is the Afternoon Oak Ridge Farmers Market from 3 until 6 at Jackson Square. 
Every Friday is the afternoon Lakeshore Park Farmers Market from 3 until 6 p.m. And every Saturday, the morning Oak Ridge Farmers Market is 8 until 12 noon at Historic Jackson Square. The Miracle Farmers Market is now open and takes place every Saturday from 9 a.m. until 12 noon at Founder Square in downtown Miraville. The Dixie Lee Farmers Market in West Knotts County will open May 5th. The Teleco Plains Farmers Market will open in June as well as the Sevierville Farmers Market. The Nourish Knoxville Market Square Farmers Market is now open and takes place weekly on Wednesdays from 11 until 2 and Saturdays from 9 until 2. These two markets run every week until November. The Spring East Tennessee Plant Swap will be held on Saturday, May 12th at New Harvest Park in Knoxville, Tennessee beginning at 10 a.m. A potluck lunch will follow at 11.30. This is a free event and everyone is invited. The Art from the Hills Spring Art Show is now on display at the Phoenix Building next to the Pharmacy on Gay Street in downtown Knoxville. Several of the works feature regional East Tennessee scenes, landscapes, and regional food producers. The show will be on display through the month of May during the Dogwood Arts Festival. The CAC Beardsley Community Farm has put out a call for scholarship sponsorships to send a child to the upcoming Beardsley Farm Camp, which takes place June 4th through 8th. The goal of the farm is to host a camp that is inclusive to all children of all socioeconomic levels. The Appalachian Region Wine Producers Association presents the second annual Nine Lakes Wine Festival, May 17th, 18th, and 19th at Melton Hill Lake Park in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Featuring 100 plus Tennessee wines and ciders, live music, chef demos, and wine seminars. If you're not a wine drinker, non-tasting tickets are available at a reduced price. And again, if you weren't able to jot that stuff down, I've always got the links and information for all my guests and all the events that I mention at TennesseeFarmTable.com under that link that says listen to the show. And now let's hear from our friend Fred Sossman from Johnson City with his potluck radio segment from Jacqueline Evans of the Maker's Mark Distillery in Loretto, Kentucky, and she's sharing her recipe for mint juleps. This is Potluck Radio. I'm Fred Saussman. For 80 years, the mint julep has been the drink of choice at the Kentucky Derby. Jacqueline Evans from the Maker's Mark Bourbon Distillery in Loretto, Kentucky, shares her method for making them. Two parts Maker's Mark, and then I just add in about a half part of simple syrup, a few mint leaves, and I just like to gently stir it. You know, there's all this controversy out there. Do you muddle the mint, or do you just stir it and kind of knock it around. You know, mint is a very uh, delicate herb, and all you want to do is get those oils out of it. So you really don't have to smash it up. So I just gently stir it, and then I like to strain mine over a cup full of crushed ice. The ice is, to me, the most important aspect of it. Yesterday, I enjoyed a lovely mint julep uh, made with mountain mint. If I'm feeling really fancy, what I'll do is I'll take some powdered sugar, 
put that over the top. One thing I really like about doing the powdered sugar is that as that cocktail melts, that sugar melts down into the drink, and it just, those last few sips are just so sweet and refreshing. Traditionally, uh, mint juleps were served in either a pewter cup or a silver cup. Flavor-wise, you can build it in a rocks glass. You can build it in a highball. I like to have fun with them. Strawberry mint julep, you know, it's the same recipe as the traditional, but you just add in a couple of strawberries and you muddle those up and give it a nice little stir. Uh, One thing that we uh, served at our distillery recently was the chocolate mint julep. For Potluck Radio, I'm Fred Saussman. And now it's time for the gospel portion of our radio broadcast. We like to call this our daily bread. And how about now if we hear from another one of East Tennessee songbirds... It is Sarah Perkle, and in honor of all these peonies that are currently in bloom all across East Tennessee, how about if we hear Sarah's beautiful song that she's entitled The Piney Rose? Is Anna Carter? It's a simple life I have led. I've lived on this mountain every day of ninety years. This winter is the longest. That old February sky is cold and and I labor to draw every breath But I hope the Lord will hear me when I pray Oh, please don't call me home until the summer For in May this valley is a shining June I long to see the colors of my childhood I'm waiting on For in May this valley is a shining jewel 
so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at wdvx.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, tennesseefarmtable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com. And please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.